Hi, everybody, and uh, a very warm welcome back to another little bite-sized political podcast. And uh, I want to talk about, I'm sure you will have noticed the story that developed in the last 24 hours concerning the death of a lady called Camilla Batman Clee, or something like that. Uh, Batman, Camilla Batman is probably good enough. I think you'll know who who I mean. Um, and uh, sadly, she died. So uh, that's a, that's a shame. Uh, I think she was uh, quite young, maybe sixty-one or something when she died. Um, but uh, naturally, the media went into eulogy mode, which is their way. Um, and uh, a lot of people were saying, "Yep, she's absolute hero, absolute hero." And that got me thinking back, because I remember way back in my first incarnation on Twitter, uh, Camilla and I had an exchange because I was questioning some of the things that Camilla was saying back then. And of course, you know, I was a naughty boy. How dare I criticize her? And um, so, you know, with that in, in sort of in mind, let, let's just consider how nobody epitomizes modern British society more than Camilla Batman Clee. Money gone missing, sex abuse allegations, and then the Olympic enthusiast, Alan Yentob, who was hugely powerful at the BBC at the time, trying to meet it all up. No one was allowed to say anything because of political correctness. And that's the playbook right there, my friends. That's exactly what it's all about. <clears throat> Kids Company, which supported 36,000 vulnerable children, young people and families in London and Bristol until it was wound up in 2015, attracted a number of celebrity backers, including Coldplay, artist Damien Hirst, comedian Michael McIntyre. However, it was dogged by allegations of financial mismanagement including claims that cash handed to children was spent on designer clothes, alcohol, and drugs. I remember talking about it at the time, way back, uh, around about 2013, 2014. Investigators found that some of the charity's records were destroyed at the time of its collapse. Oh, how convenient. But those that survived showed that the kids' company was handing 25 people an average of more than £1,700 per month in 2014. Not bad money for a charity, I'm sure you would agree. That's what they were doing. That's what investigators found. In 15 years, Kids Company took a reported £42 million from the taxpayer, with the then Prime Minister David Cameron said to be enthralled to Camilla's charms. Uh, now, given that she dressed like a pantomime dame, I'm not quite sure why that should be. But anyway, that's everyone's got their individual choice. The charity's closure, however, came shortly after police launched an investigation, which was then eventually dropped, into allegations of sexual abuse and exploitation at the charity. Hmm. Doesn't, no mention of that, I noticed, in the past 24 hours. Uh, the charity had several directors, including da-da, Mr. Alan Yentob of the BBC. When the charity collapsed, it cast severe doubt upon Yentob's, Yentob's ability as its chairman, chairman, as well as the power he then wielded at the BBC simultaneously. On five occasions, 
Yemtob was accused of trying to put pressure on BBC journalists reporting the scandal. Surely not. Interference from on high in the BBC. Why, that's almost unbelievable. He even turned up to the Radio 4 programme studio uninvited, where Camilla was about to be interviewed. Yentob was later forced to step down as the BBC's creative director. And boy, if ever there's an oxymoron, that's it. Uh, in December 2015, after he admitted that his involvement in the kids' company scandal had become a serious distraction to the broadcaster. Yen Cobb had been accused of compromising the BBC's impartiality on at least five separate occasions by meddling with its coverage of the failed charity. Now, the, what I've just given you, are those are just facts in the public realm, okay? So we know that Camilla Batman Glee's uh, charity was uh, seriously dodgy, seriously dodgy, and it did collapse after having received 42 million. And you got to wonder how that can be. Now, regarding the, the, the allegations concerning, you know, sexual abuse and, uh, and such like, I don't know where they went to, where they came from, but all I know is that like a lot of these, these uh, entities, it's covered up and it's, it's, it's wrapped in sleeves, my friends. And at the top of all of that sat Camilla. Uh, and, you know, you would have thought that now that she's dead, that we would have had at least a more impartial coverage from the BBC. But no, no, no. If I, from, from what I've heard, she was basically a saint, such a good person, who continued to be such a good person right up until the end. And the fact that her company collapsed, oh, uh, owing presumably vast sums of money to creditors, uh, the fact that it received 42 million, which seemed to just vanish into the either, and the fact that you know she was there when this was all happening, um, that's all swept onto the carpet. And that's why the British establishment, my friends, is an absolute cesspit. Thanks for listening. 